Please slow down. That's Diana. your leader? How could he say that? Believe that? And, and you, with your duty to simply give them a book, no. you didn't stand your ground. You, you didn't fight. Because there was no chance of changing his mind. This is Ares, and he's not going to allow a negotiation or a surrender. The millions of people you talked about, they will die. We are going anyway. You mean you were lying? I'm a spy. That's what I do. How do I know you're not lying to me right now? I am taking you to the front. We are probably going to die. This is a terrible idea. We're going to need reinforcements. This is the podcast where we go see a movie and then talk about it immediately afterwards. I'm your host, Angela Shershin, and today I'm with... Uh, Helen Liutanko. Brian Holdren. Dave Klingerman. All right. And we just saw the big blockbuster release this weekend, Wonder Woman, directed by Patty Jenkins and starring Gal Gadot. Did I pronounce it correctly? Gal Gadot, I think. Nope. The T is pronounced because she's not French. She's Israeli. Yeah. I know there were so many articles about it, so I I I was like, okay, i got to make sure I pronounce it correctly. Yeah, I listened to her pronounce her name. I thought it was Gal Gadot. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well... We can leave that to be for later. <laughs> Maybe look this up later. The actress who played Wonder Woman. Yes. <laughs> uh, and Chris Pine was in there, too. Um, so I just wanted to start off. What were your guys' initial reactions to, to the movie? It was good. Good summer blockbuster fair. I can see why it's making all the money that they, uh, they predict it's going to make. Yeah, it, it was definitely the best recent DC film that I had seen. <laughs> That's a pretty low bar at this point. <laughs> That's very true, but it was it was closer to the Marvel side of things than the recent DC fair. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, if you're on the fence about seeing it, just go. <laughs> um, I actually feel a little relieved because. Um, because I, I, I do consider myself like a fan of Batman, and I don't really like Batman versus Superman, and I didn't really like the Man of Steel movies. Um, but this is like Wonder Woman's like first movie, and it's really like the first female superhero movie that's come out in a decade. You know, really, yeah, <laughs> like a super long time. And so if this one was also like really poor, then it would feel like a, a bigger <laughs> missed opportunity than like any of the other movies that have been released lately. Was, so I'm glad that this one was better than I was anticipating. Was Catwoman the last one? Oh man! It depends on. Yeah, I think so. It's it's yeah. definitely the, the because most. it was way better than that. <laughs> yeah. Whatever that thing was supposed to be. Yeah. I mean, I, I personally, I liked I liked the movie, and I will be completely honest. I'm generally not into superhero action movies, uh, but like when I saw the trailer for this, I mean, uh, obviously, I was interested in because it's a female superhero, and there's. It's mostly a male-dominated genre, so part of me wanted to support it just for that reason. But even when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, I think this could be an actual interesting storyline, which I think I very rarely find with superhero movies. But I, I was interested in the story, and I liked how it 
took place within the real conflict of World War II. I don't know. Did you guys have any thoughts on that? World War One. Oh, one. One. I'm sorry. World War One. My apologies. Um, I figured out who Ares was long before they got there. (laughs) (laughs) You're good. (laughs) Well, it it was funny because it was like, okay, I don't know who this guy is playing the um, the German guy. But I know who this is, and he, the reaction he had when he first saw Wonder Woman, like, okay, that could be Ares' reaction upon, you know, seeing, oh my god. Uh, and I was right. <laughs> also, he plays a baddie in the most recent season of Fargo, a really bad okay. guy. Okay, yeah, so, I haven't seen that. So he, 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 apparently that actor tends that way. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was the same guy who did Lupin in Harry Potter, right? Yeah. So, he looked like him at least. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, I guess it's nice that the old nerdyish guy was the the villain. <laughs> A British villain, imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the. Uh, I think it was well. Also in the trailer, you saw all most of the fight scenes. So I mean, it wasn't too much, but it was definitely well done. I think it reminded me a lot of Three Hundred, like a lot of the slow mo. And maybe the setting, because they're all fighting with bows and arrows and swords and shields. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I like 300, too, so I think... Was there one fight scene that you liked better than the other in Wonder Woman? Hmm. Uh, I think, like, just the initial one. Yeah. Where, like, all, when you see, like, all of the Amazons just fighting for the first time against, like, guns. <laughs> it was just really interesting. Well, I think her coming out, as it were, was also a, a good one, because that's where you start... Like getting behind her, and she leads the charge and yeah. becomes the the superhero for the first time. And even with that first one, it was kind of that you know they're in this beautiful, they're in a paradise yeah. island, and it's the you know first introduction of ugliness into that. So it's kind of an interesting contrast. Mm-hmm. And then man, her walking across no man's land, and then they're like, oh, she can't do things. I'm like, she just walked across <laughs> no man's land There's a, <laughs> by <a> herself. <laughs> The start of the girl power. Yeah. <laughs> so my, really my only, because I'm not a big like comic book person or anything. I enjoy superhero movies, but I don't really know much beyond that. Um, my only real exposure to Wonder Woman outside of this was the Justice League the cartoons. Yeah, you know, Bill Tim and or Bruce Tim. Uh, those are those are amazing, and so like all of the DC movies that have come out have been really disappointing, except for the Chris Nolan ones. Most of those I were good, um, but it's they just don't measure up. Zack Snyder is no Bruce Tim, <laughs> but uh, this one I think I think captured captured it pretty well. I mean I'm again I'm I'm not a, I don't have a whole lot of knowledge on the comic book. Wonder Woman. Is but there anyone here who does? Oh, okay. Uh, not a whole lot. <laughs> We're not that group. <laughs> I mean, you know, she's, she's old enough, right? So she's 40s, I think? Uh, no, before World War II. She, um, so, like, her origin story has been redone a couple times. Yeah. Uh, I read a little bit, and so, uh, so her creator is a guy, but he was uh, very... Um, kind of a feminist. He was in a polyamorous relationship. He stayed home and took care of the kids while the women went to work and things like that. And so um, she's had her ups and downs in terms of like a feminist icon throughout the throughout the years, but I think we're on an upswing here. I guess, you know, on that vein, do you think, can we view this as a feminist movie? And I mean, I guess everyone may have a slightly de- different definition of what that means, but, you know, in your your 
how you view feminism? Do you think that this is a feminist movie? I mean, generally speaking, I would say that it is. Um, it did pass the Bechdel test. I double checked <laughs> that in my head. Yeah, but also just, I mean, just the fact also that the movie exists, especially in a genre that is pretty like lacking in terms of like really significant like female representation. With a female director. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that that made a difference? Like, if it was a male director, do you think that would have changed anything? I was trying to pay attention to that, but it, it, I couldn't... If there was something there, I, I didn't see it. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I'd say it's hard to say if, like, having a male director would have necessarily, like, changed the entire movie. Like, it, it sort of depends on the person as well, but... Um, and I also feel like, just in general, it had, like like, an interesting message, I guess. Because, like, I mean, like, obviously, like, it's a superhero movie, so there's going to be a lot of, like, fighting and conflict and violence, but at the same time, I feel like, like, even though a lot of superhero movies, like, in general, tend to have, like, ultimately a pretty, like, lovey-dovey message, it felt like, like, I, I could accept it more with this because you could see, like, like, traces of that, like, caring and humanity throughout the movie, and it wasn't really just, like, like, shoved in at the very end to, like, make her look like really good you know like you could see that like throughout the movie that she really did like care about people and that that was like a big part of what she is yeah there, there were parts of it I, I had pet peeves with it and I get that you know she's extremely intelligent and well educated but since she lived in her bubble of her paradise she was very naive mm-hmm. and I think they tried they made choices to show her naivete Mm -hmm. that annoyed me like she was distracted by an ice cream cone (laughs) I did not see any reason why that had to be there she's like oh an ice cream cone I was like how many languages does she speak (laughs) she knows what an ice cream cone is and like she was distracted by a baby Mm -hmm. and it's it's Mm -hmm. like oh what a typical woman thing to do be distracted by a baby so I was I was a little disappointed but I mean that wasn't the majority I mean most of it was her being this very strong figure and and humane figure and you know kind of coming to even though she was naive kind of coming to a conclusion that you know there's people there's good and bad in everyone and you have to fight to bring out the good in people so yeah yeah i I had the same thought with the baby but i think (laughs) i think they were trying to show that she is feminine as well i think that's why that was in there but i mean that's that was my take on it I think you can be feminine without, like, being distracted by a baby. Like, there are women out there who don't want children, yeah. but are still feminine. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I think that was, when I saw that, I was, I was thinking that, that that felt like someone was saying, oh, she needs to be more feminine. Just for the record, we took a pause to get a pizza break. So, so you can edit <laughs> and that we have Leona who joined us in the meantime. So it's yeah. a wonderful addition. Yes, yes please introduce yourself. Just tell your name. Oh, Leona Zions, in um, some places known as Lizzie, which <laughs> I prefer. Um, 
And I finally made it here. <laughs> Uber is notwithstanding. Yes, and if I were Wonder Woman, I could have leaped whole bin buildings with the best of them. I would have been here like half an hour ago. Yeah. At least, it's yeah. close enough to the theater that I think she could have leapt from it to here, for Ab- sure. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. or, or if she was Justice League cartoon, she has the invisible jet, right? That's right. That's I right. Missed, there, there was I no invisible, invisible jet in this. No, well, there was no yet. jets in this. Oh, that's <laughs> At least not yet. No, but I hope, though, if there's a sequel, which I hope there will be, that there will be an invisible jet. <laughs> it's quite possible. Probably gifted from Bruce Wayne or something. Uh, <laughs> Um, so I, I think I was saying something like um, we were talking about the her reaction to the baby, and I, I felt like that was something that they were told to put in. It didn't. It felt out of place. It's like, oh, she needs to be more feminine or something, so you should have her do this reaction. That was that was all I could figure. Cause it didn't really seem to fit to me. Ah. Uh. I speak from a woman's point of view, and, and as mother and grandmother, uh, if you want to say that there's a, a nurturing feeling that women have, which there are many women that don't. For instance, this is funny, there was, I had a friend who watched with me, who I definitely would not bring here, but her first reaction was when I told her that, you know, she was pregnant when she made the movie, and her reaction was, well, then she should have died. How did she dare do those things carrying a baby? And my thought was, well, you've never been pregnant, you've never carried a baby, and women are really not that namby-pamby. They do a lot of things when they're pregnant, like ski, swim, high dive, figure skate, etc. They do normal things, and you can't raise other kids and your family and work and do all those things if you're really, you don't lie back and eat, you know, candy all through nine months of pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Life does go on. So I really came down a little hard on her with that and I couldn't call her on <laughs> not ever having been pregnant or ever having done things like that. So um, women are capable of everything. I, I get what you're saying. Like women are like women and men. People in general are multifaceted and you can be a warrior on the battlefield and still have this nurturing side towards uh, you know towards a baby. My only thing with it plopping it into like the superhero context is like I don't know why they felt the need to to soften. Like, did they feel like oh she's a woman, so we need to soften her hard edges? Like, you know, a male's like a male superhero isn't going to stop to gawk at a baby. That it was, was the. I mean, I think a lot of that the the. <laughs> Ice cream cone, her criticizing the women's outfits. A lot of that was supposed to be the fish out of water humor. Yeah. I mean, it could obviously serve multiple purposes, but they wanted to they wanted to kind of show that she's out of the bubble now. Yeah. And everything is strange and different. That's and that was everything my take is on. new. Yeah. yeah. You know, everything is new, and she was open to dis- discovering all of these things. So I, I really didn't think about it as being anything particularly feminine except it was something new and she was a baby at one point she was a child and she had been nurtured so you know this was a whole new thing now I, I don't think that was a particular feminist kind of a you know it wasn't subtle enough yeah. it was it was too pal you so know guess, it went along with the clothes and everything else so I guess I'm sort of transitioning and I try pronouncing it correctly Gal Gadot did I get it right I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so, what did you think of her portrayal as Wonder Woman? 
How did she do? I I thought she did a really good job. I mean, I I uh, I think some people initially had some reservations about her, but I and she was again the best part about Batman versus Superman, <laughs> and continued to be uh, wonderful and throughout this movie. So, yeah, I I thought she was a great choice. Yeah, no, this isn't like the first action movie. She was a what was that movie? She was a suburban housewife with John Hamm, but they were both undercover spies. Oh yeah, I know. So what you're talking about. I, I think, I mean, I think she's shown her her action chops before, and she continued to do so here. Is that the Kingsman? Or no, 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 no. I'll, I'll find out. I was I was thinking as we watched the the first the first part, it's like the casting must have been it must be at least six feet tall because all the women. <laughs> I mean, they're supposed to be Amazonian. They're yeah. all very tall. I I thought the female casting was spectacular. I loved Robin Wright in it. She was yeah. No, it was the warrior. It was the yes. Yeah. Keeping up with the Joneses. That's what it was. That's what it was. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a minute late. She had she had some action in that. I think. Yes. At least she can act. No question about. Mm-hmm. The first thing that came to mind is who else might they have chosen? The first thing I thought of was Charlize Theron, yeah. who've done you know a lot of stuff like that. She's a little bit older now, but she has a movie coming up soon where there's a lot of pal bam sock that's coming up. But at least they didn't have to dye her hair. She's a brunette and Wonder Woman was. Yay! Finally a brunette. (laughs) I think they're cashing in on her, you know, she's Israeli, so she's got a bit of exoticness, but not too much. So it fits the whole otherworldly Amazonian theme. That was her natural accent, too, right? As far as I know. Mm -hmm. I think somebody made a comment that they thought her accent was really nice, and some Israeli guy said, Israeli accent is terrible. <laughs> it, well, it's not exactly a French accent, which is a little bit more seductive, but uh, it, it were, it's not heavy. She looked a lot like Wonder Woman supposed to look. It was a good modernization, right? So, like, obviously, everyone says they went way too dark for Batman Superman, so this is a little brighter. It's not happy or, or anything, but, like, her look, um, she's still using the lasso and the, and the um, bracers. Yeah, yeah. The, the use of color I thought was really nice throughout this movie. You know, again, the first part where she's in paradise and it's all these bright colors. I, I loved their costumes. Their armor was so beautiful. And then, like, she goes into London and it's really gritty and grimy and dirty. And then in the final fight scene, you know, with the lasso of truth, or I don't know if that's the real name, where it's like just yeah. really shining and yeah. yeah. It is the lasso of truth. Oh, oh I, <laughs> it is. Well, it's, it's got a more formal name too. They announced it at the very beginning. I can't oh, okay. remember. They'll have Greco Roman <laughs> origins. Right. <laughs> then I, the Aries, I mean, he was pretty. Did you, did you know? Did you figure out that he wasn't a good guy? Yeah, they did, yeah. <laughs> How early on? Very early. Very early. <laughs> well, I yeah. sort of, like, figured that he was... They probably had, like, malicious intentions, but I didn't necessarily, like, think that he was Ares because I was wondering, like, as having had not much exposure to the comics, I was wondering if they were going to play it from the angle that, like, Ares really doesn't exist and that it was just this fairy tale that was told to her and that, like, she sort of has to, like, reconcile with the reality. And especially when um, she got into that argument with Chris Pine, then I really started to think, oh, okay, this is the direction that they're going and she just has to accept that this is what the world is like. But then they show that he actually is Ares. Um, But even then I was able to sort of buy it because they made that point that it's not like he's just manipulating humanity. Like, 
he just sort of gives like subtle suggestions and then humanity mm-hmm. it just yeah. like brings out the mm-hmm. badness that's already yeah I, I i really like that the way they they handle that like oh i'm not i'm not making anyone do anything i'm mm-hmm. just whispering in their ear <laughs> And free will manipulation there yeah. <laughs> well I mean and he was and one of the of, good guys yeah. was the chief the Native American because he didn't really have a side in the war but he was profiting off of it selling the British tea to the Germans and what was it the German beer to the, the British, British something like that books with a book. yeah. yeah even handedly being you know but it wasn't because he had any malice of forethought it was just a way to make money but then again his people had been totally you know uh gotten out of the picture so um, but it could have been a number of anyone but then you also have like a transformer thing that was sort of I think a lot was having Ares all of a sudden be this powerful one it was almost like in an exoskeleton kind of a thing when he pulled all the mess yeah so he really wasn't transformed into what he might have been when he was a god but he had this you know external thing and I Thought. I don't know. I was a little disappointed with that. And maybe, I mean, Thulis is a great actor, but I almost rather would have seen maybe The Rock or somebody who's <laughs> really, you know, that's something so, really that big. So I guess off of that vein, what do you guys think of, I mean, I think we talked about a little bit earlier um, about how he was, uh, it kind of had like the nerdy older guy be the villain. So w- what do you think about that? Do you think that sort of choice added to the film or do you think it should have been someone who might have been more you know upon initial appearance would be a, a villain esque looking person I like the subtlety yeah. I mean they're this is also the first introduction of actual gods to the DC universe I think because like in the Marvel universe you got Thor who I mean is a traditional god and yeah. obviously superhumans from outer space are god-ish but they're not like acknowledged as a a actual humanish god. That's actually a good segue. So I know we're not all like super super comic book uh, fans, but I think we've all seen movies from both universes. Uh, how do you think this universe, or at least this movie in the DC universe, compares to like you know some of the Marvel movies? Do you think this was like a good move for the DC universe? I mean, I think it was, if not just because, like, if the Marvel cinematic universe is like lacking in any way like in any like really noticeable way I would say that it's that it has been very male centric and that's like a criticism that they've been hit with a lot that, like especially um, with the Avengers you know they have Black Widow but then they never really made a movie for her and she has to play the, the love interest yeah, she'll, yeah. and she's always just sort of like the sidekick of mm. like Captain it's, America it's Scarlett Johansson that plays yeah. Yeah. she's probably like the, one of the bigger names in yeah. that, mm-hmm. those films okay. yeah. I think I think there's a movie I think there's a Black Widow movie coming eventually it yeah, just hasn't it happened yet DC <laughs> kind of beat them to the punch on that yeah. which I think was definitely a good thing <laughs> I think this this had probably showed a little bit more depth of character or tried to have more interesting characters with real backgrounds that you could maybe sink your teeth into, or at least look at as real people. They weren't cardboard cookie cutter kind of things that you could cut out of a comic book. Um, I think you could do a spin-off on a lot of them. There were good backstories on a lot, so I think there was a little bit more depth to this than just flipping the pages of a comic book for the Pow-Bam sock and the colorful, you know, um, costumes and things like that. 
I, I think it just tried to have a little bit more, it was a little bit more character driven. Was there, I guess maybe we should throw this first, what, we haven't talked about the other kind of major character, Chris Pine, that much. How did you think Chris Pine did and how his character was set up? I thought he wasn't just male candy. I think he really did a good job. Yeah. He's, I, a, he's a good actor. He's, yeah. he's really a good actor. And uh, I think he did a lot of, there was a lot of subtlety to his acting. I mean, there was, considering big screen, you know, and he didn't overact anything. It was really very, very subtle considering how huge it was, even in 3D. Um, I thought he did a really good job, especially even at the end before he demolishes the plane that he's on. That was really, I thought, a great couple of seconds in there when there were so many different things, emotions going across his face. I think he really did a good job. Yeah. I think he surpasses as Captain Kirk. And, and, and <laughs> yeah. some of that might be the role, right? So, like, yeah. you're on Star Trek, yeah. and it's directed by the guy who did Fast and Furious. So, like, you got to work with the material given to you, I understand. But I think he, he definitely stretched and, and, and did yeah. a better job than... than and uh, he was in Hell or High Water, too, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He was, he was good in that. Yeah, he was really good in that as well. So I, I don't think you should, like... Uh, sandbox him in on his yep. his Captain Kirk yep. performance. There's only so much he could do. I did love there. when she was like, "So, are you average for your?" Above <laughs> 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 average. <laughs> well, that's another thing. There was really a lot of humor yeah. in it too. It wasn't all yeah, serious. Kill and be killed. But uh, yeah, I think there was a lot to laugh at in in, in there. I loved the line where she was like. Yeah, the conclusion is that men are needed for, uh, you know... Procreation. Procreation. But not, <laughs> not for pleasure. pleasure. <laughs> Actually, that, I don't know if that would be a line if it was a male director. We'll see. Yeah, there's a few in yeah. there that were... Yeah. <laughs> Did it hit hard? <laughs> no. <laughs> to the male ego, it hit hard, I think. <laughs> And he had to, I guess, humanize, right? Like, he was just this spy off for war who sat out initially, and then, like, he was making a sacrifice at the end, so he had to grow fond of him before he... Spoiler alert. <laughs> was there um, any other characters that you thought were interesting, or you thought their characters were good, or the actors did a good job with their portrayal? Um, I liked the... People who like who was a sort of like joined their little like band. <laughs> yeah, um, I like them more than I thought I would <laughs> because once they started like sort of collecting the group, I was thinking, okay, it's it's starting to feel kind of like Ocean's Eleven. Where it's like, okay, and this is like our marksman, and this is like this other guy, and they have like sort of like set roles. But then, like, they make it very clear that you know it's not like these, these are just like a bunch of like cool guys and they're going to help us in this army. Like, they all have like issues that relate to like the war, and they all have. This like the personal baggage that you start to see throughout the film. So I thought that was yeah, it wasn't the Rat Pack kind yeah, of yeah. thing. I loved his secretary. I thought she was <laughs> a very cool character, really cool. And uh, I'm glad they didn't pick you know the usual suspects for a role like that. Uh, I thought she was a breath of fresh air, and sort of there was a, a feminist beginnings, you know, in her own quiet way, sort of, and she did step up to the plate when she had to, and I sort of really 
like that. She took everything in stride. She showed up with the sword. She did. <laughs> and the shield. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and, and really didn't think all that much about it. You know, she took everything in and that was, yeah. I think it had a lot of, of different aspects going for it. I really, really enjoyed the film. I really did. Yeah. I I really enjoyed Robin Wright. I know I said it earlier. I actually, part of me kind of almost wishes that she was the queen role, though. Um, like, I, I guess I just didn't want her character to die. <laughs> but I think she also, I think I, her character, I thought, was a little more two-dimensional than that. She was a little more uh, so focused on the training and the fighting. And I know Robin White Wright, she can do so much more as an actress. So I guess I kind of wish we had that opportunity to see her. Um, in a slightly larger role than what she was in. She was just too too successful in House of Cards, and everyone's like, oh, she's cold. <laughs> oh. But, I mean, she's I I know. she's had no, really she's, great, like, considering you know, all she was known for was just the Princess Bride, yes. she's mm-hmm. really rebounded in her career, yeah. so more power she's, to her. She's had a good reputation acting for a long time. She's done other things, I mean, she's done stage work, she's done other things like that, so it's not, she's not exactly a lightweight. But uh, I I loved um, just all of of the training scenes. I thought they were absolutely amazingly well choreographed and really well done. All of those special effects and the horseback riding and the the fighting off the horses, which you usually used to see in westerns, you know, where they're hanging halfway off the saddle and doing all of that. I thought that was really, really, really well done. Yeah. And so there's a lack of post-credit scene. There's no teaser at the end. And I don't know uh, if it's been announced, but you already alluded to the fact that this is like the first female... Is there going to be a sequel? Because it's, it's, it flashes forward to present time. Yeah. So I know, obviously, the DC... Uh, they had the trailer for the next DC movie. I oh, wonder if they'll make... Stupid question. So do they not age? Is, is yes. that the thing? She doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't. No, she yeah doesn't. Wonder Woman doesn't. So, but then I'm confused. So she she grows up as a kid, but then she doesn't <laughs> age. I well, don't know. That's how God's work. Well, we don't know how long a period of time that was either. Oh, that's true. Like right. Very, very eons and <laughs> yeah. eons and eons. Could have been thousands of years. Okay. That's yeah. Fair. That's fair. Because Hippolyta was old. It certainly didn't look it, so I think they were a little slow aging. Yeah, but then they kept saying she wasn't a real Amazon. So, of course, she was created differently. Well, she's... Well, she's Zeus's daughter, so... Yes, and not just from the beam of light. Right. Yeah. A more a more direct. Yeah. <laughs> a more more direct. <laughs> well, that would make her, I guess. not being, I don't know, but whatever, Yeah. I guess that makes her a demigod, unless her mom was also a god. I'm not sure. Hippolyta was... I don't know. Was I think Hippolyta, she was... No, I think you're right. I think she probably was technically a demigod. Yeah. Zeus was a randy guy, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was. He was. Yes, he was. <laughs> he was, yeah. Were I guess maybe I'll just ask some open question. What, what was your, like, favorite scene of the movie? for me it was I mentioned it before but the scene where uh, Chris Pine and her like talk after she uh, kills the Nazi whose name I'm forgetting um, but then and then she realizes that like oh like the war hasn't stopped and then they have that conversation about like humanity like to me it just felt because like, cause uh, up until that point I was sort of wondering where they were going to go with that like 
the, the like plot line and how they're going to handle like what the nature of like humanity actually is and then that scene sort of like confirmed a lot of things to me yeah and that goes with like um, I was saying earlier that I liked how they picked a real conflict and they dropped her into it rather than kind of like yeah. a manufactured conflict with some other yeah like aliens villain. attacking <laughs> yeah. and that really yeah that really showed through to what you know hu- humans and humanity is like yeah that was um, a good scene there's also that other scene sorry just another mention uh, like on the boat um, when they were first like sailing into London it's sort of like the opposite of like the scene that I just mentioned where um, where Chris Pine is sort of like having like reservations about like oh you know like you believe these things but <laughs> but he, but he's not actually like explicitly like saying his opinion um, and then she says like oh once I kill this guy then like humanity like their, your natural goodness will come out and everything will be better um, and even though like you can tell that like Chris Pine's character like like he seems to not really believe it but at the same time like he like smiles and you can tell that he it's like he wishes that it were true but but at the same time it's like. Like us humans, like don't actually believe that that's the case, you know? Yeah. Any other questions? Um, I like the little thing in up in the top of the uh, of the tower when she's having her thing with Ares, and um, their whole discussion there, that back and forth thing about goodness and also you you know the rest of that. I thought was was very very well done. As I said, I, I don't know if I have a really big favorite favorite um, because there were so many different parts that I really, really liked. Like I said, I love the training. I love the choreography that was done. I love her stop-action shots. I love those leaps through the air that are just absolutely gorgeous to look at. And um, so visually, I thought it was very, very beautiful. Yeah, really, really enjoy that and of course the horses that was so powerful I think that was alluded to a lot in some of their interviews uh, when and it looks as though they're being victorious as they're all coming out on the horses and actually they're decimated by all of those guns it's like meeting reality uh, but yet it was incredibly powerful to see those thundering horses and how good they were all at that boy I gotta tell you Money well spent for a lot of stunt workers <laughs> in films. I'm glad to see that there were so many women that actually got jobs on that film, which was a good thing. Yeah. So uh, and and so many that are really really good at doing it. So um, and I think one interview, Patty said yeah, she didn't want to be known as a woman director. She just wants to be known as a director. And I think this movie definitely does show that. She's on a par with just any any of the guys up there that are doing stuff like that or anything else like that. You know, she certainly had a strong hand being able to control all of this. So, um, about about the Thulis character and why he wouldn't start out being somebody who is maybe bigger or better looking or anything like that, he would have to sort of look the way he was when he was being the character that he was playing. But that's why I thought that oh, you thought he, he should have been trans that he should have come as the real Ares instead oh. of it being in an exoskeleton gotcha. because being yeah. a god still and being thousands of years old, that's not what he would have looked like. And I would have liked to have seen what maybe he might have been and who she was really fighting, you know. Um, so. 
or any other scenes you guys that you I can't really think of any one no, scene fine. Um, I was just thinking actually one character we haven't really spent much time talking about was um, the the female chemist, the chemist. I apologize mm-hmm. I can't remember her name Dr. Poison yeah, yeah. yeah. Dr. Poison. <laughs> and you know there was that that very you know beautiful shot towards the end where Wonder Woman is deciding whether or not she should crush her and you know it's kind of like they're the two extremes they're both women Wonder Woman's representing the good of people and you know technically Dr. Poison's representing the bad of people I don't know what what did you think of that character I mean I know she had kind of some limited she uh, wasn't developed right I wanted to know her backstory and I'm wondering she wasn't killed I wonder if that might come up some other part later mm-hmm. on, depending on what face. era. Yeah, they come into, you know, like what made her the way she was like that. Obviously, it had to do with her disfigurement, but like what was it? I would have liked to know more about her backstory. Yeah. I, I think it's possible she could come back, but I think it's probably pretty unlikely because this was all back in the, you know, 1918. 1920. Yeah. So she's long dead by the time Justice League happens. So, but you never know. They could do yeah another Wonder Woman. Yeah. Part well, there's, there's, like there's another war between World War One yeah. and now. Yeah. 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 It's true. There's the next war to end all wars, and this could also be a throwback Thursday when Wonder Woman might have a thought back to something that she did have. You know, maybe another contact with her in the interim somewhere along the line. So. Uh, that although would, that would be interesting. Although a hero with a shield in World War II may have been done before. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> Capitan America. Who wears red, white, and blue? Right, so, does anyone have any final thoughts with Wonder Woman? Should Wonder Woman have worn the Wonder Woman outfit for That's this? Question. I thought it was a beautiful outfit, so... I thought it was I a was nice like, update to the, yeah. the standard... I, know. I, I liked how they played around, like, you can't wear that in public. <laughs> <laughs> Put the sword away. Put the shield away. <laughs> any other final thoughts? All right. So um, before we go, does anyone have any recommendations that they'd like to throw out, like uh, movies, TV shows they've seen recently that think uh, other people should check out? Uh, I, I was going to say something else, but then I, I realized that I've been watching American Gods by Neil Gaiman, and I think that's a little more in line with what we just watched. Um, I, I love the book, and Neil Gaiman is the executive producer. He's very uh, particular about the way he, he has things done. So he, he would not necessarily be involved with something that was bad. So he, he's even talked about um, how he's threatened to walk off the project if they did something that they ended up not doing because they decided that they wanted to respect his wishes uh, in regards to something a character was going to do that didn't happen because he said, no, my character wouldn't do that, so I'm going to walk if you put that, try and do that. Hmm. So, um, yeah, anyone that needs, anyone that's enjoyed American Gods or is into that kind of fantasy stuff should check it out. It's, it's really well done. Uh, it's top of mind because I binged it last night, but um, Wet Hot American Summer, first day of camp. Okay. Uh, it's a Netflix series. It's, uh, it's, it's 
filmed 15, it's a prequel, but it's filmed 15 years after all of these great stars, Andy Poehler, a lot of Saturday Night Live cast, a lot of the Mad Men cast. Um, I bring it up because uh, Chris Pine actually is uh, in the last few episodes playing something of a uh, rock and roll Jesus. So <laughs> another side of Chris Pine. Can I have a team before? Um, actually, I was thinking of the movie Logan, which is much more depressing than Wonder Woman is, <laughs> but it feels like it's depressing in like a more like grounded, realistic way in comparison to maybe other superhero movies. Um, well, so one recommendation I have, uh, I just finished binge-watching the, was it the third season of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt that just came out recently, and it's a completely different setup, but it's also kind of similar, uh, you know, we kept talking about Wonder Woman being a fish out of water, you know, that's definitely what happened with Kimmy Schmidt, and this last season really kind of focused on her sort of reclaiming her past and saying, you know, just because I was a mole woman doesn't mean... I should necessarily be defined as a mole woman. So, yeah, some interesting developments on that side. And uh, Titus does, he goes full lemonade on in one episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have anything? Really um, sweet film, interesting one, an Israeli film called The Wedding Plan. Has anybody heard about it yet? Yeah, um, I'd be curious if any of you do go to see it, what your take on it would be. Um, so it's quite a bit offbeat. It's very gentle, very sweet, it's a very personal kind of thing, no big things going, but it's an interesting story and uh, won't give any any hints as to what the actual ending is on it, but there is um, maybe an expected or unexpected kind of like, did you know who the villain was in, in this piece? But I think it's worthwhile seeing. I mean, a lot of movies that I've seen that I feel horrible. <laughs> <laughs> everyone go see Wonder Woman. Um, thanks everyone for the discussion. I think it was really great. Um, if you want to learn more about Film Punch, you can check out our Twitter. It's at Film Punch Meetup. And if anyone out there wants to provide us feedback in a more long-form version, you can always email us at filmpunch at gmail.com. And thanks for listening.